It's Saturday, November 4th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The S&P 500 rallied Friday, capping its best weekly performance since November 2022, after the latest monthly jobs report suggested the Federal Reserve's interest rate raising campaign is working. The major U.S. stock indices climbed Friday despite a decline in shares of Apple after a lackluster earnings report. The tech behemoth is the most heavily weighted component of the S&P 500, so it has an outsized influence on index performance. The broad index gained 0.9%, bringing its gains for the week to 5.9%. The index is up 14% this year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added about 200 points, or 0.7%, on Friday, while the Nasdaq Composite rose 1.4%. Those indices also recorded their biggest weekly percentage gains of the year. The October jobs report showed hiring slowed last month. Employers added 150,000 jobs in October, the Labor Department reported Friday, half the prior month's gain and below economists' expectations. The unemployment rate rose to 3.9% and wage growth eased. In other news, Israel's Prime Minister resisted pressure from the U.S. to pause strikes on Hamas after Secretary of State Antony Blinken urged more actions to protect civilians in Gaza. The U.S. is stepping up pressure on Israel, saying it has a moral imperative to pause the fighting while humanitarian relief, and particularly fuel, is delivered to Gaza, U.S. officials say. France, Spain, and other European countries have issued similar appeals. Since the attacks by Hamas against Israel on October 7th, the Israeli military has carried out a bombing campaign in Gaza that targets the militants and their infrastructure and forced two-thirds of the enclave's more than two million people to flee their homes. Western pressure on Israel to ease the humanitarian crisis in Gaza appears to be having some effect. Israel has allowed more trucks carrying humanitarian aid through Gaza's southern border with Egypt. But military activity remains intense in Gaza City and elsewhere in the northern part of the enclave, which Israeli forces have encircled, calling it the center of gravity of Hamas. In other world news, A strong earthquake shook northwestern Nepal districts just before midnight Friday, and officials said at least 69 people were dead and dozens more injured as rescuers searched mountain villages. Officials said early Saturday that the toll was expected to rise, noting that communications were cut off with many places. The quake, which hit when many people already were asleep in their homes, was felt in India's capital, New Delhi, more than 500 miles away. The U.S. Geological Survey said the earthquake had a preliminary magnitude of 5.6 and occurred at a depth of 11 miles. Nepal's National Earthquake Monitoring and Research Center said its epicenter was at Jajorkot, which is about 250 miles northeast of Kathmandu. And back in the U.S., Law enforcement officials came across a staggering find after being tipped off about possible drug dealing. Dozens of dog food-sized bags of psychedelic mushrooms worth an estimated $8.5 million at a home in rural Connecticut. A drug task force including federal, state, and local authorities raided the property Thursday in Burlington, 
about 20 miles west of Hartford and charged a 21-year-old man with operating a drug factory and possession with intent to sell or distribute narcotics. The bust came as two states and several cities in the U.S. have decriminalized psychedelic mushrooms and their active ingredient, psilocybin, which along with other psychedelics have emerged as an alternative treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder and other mental illnesses. Authorities said they received a tip that the resident of the Burlington home was operating a psilocybin mushroom growing operation. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.